name is Steve Stevens, the best sports consultant money can buy. I make more money betting sports than anybody in the world. I'm the one that tells you who to bet. I'm not a bookie, I'm the bookie killer. If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. The game that I pick, believe me, it's a winner. What I know could get you rich, cause all I pick is winners. Welcome to Las Vegas. Money talks, money talks. Welcome to Las Vegas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Stevens, aka the Bookie Killer. Thursday, uh, February 18th, 2016. Uh, podcast number 65. I'm feeling alive. I'm feeling great. Sitting here with my main man, the big skipper. What's going on, Skip? I'll just celebrate that South Philly fucking Villanova number one in the country, Steve. I agree, man. Listen, let's get right into it. College basketball is in full motherfucking effect right now. Mm. I just want to let everybody know right off the bat, and I want to tell you I'm sorry. Uh, I got a little head cold today. I'm not who I, I normally am. I feel like shit, but I'm always guaranteed to deliver the news. You and I came off a, what, six, seven-day hiatus of not doing any podcasts. We owe it to our fans. We owe it to the network to do what we got to do, don't we? Yes, we do. True professionals come through every fucking time, rain or shine, right? Well, it was Valentine's weekend. It was President's Day. I mean, shit, if the president has off, we got off. Well, that's a fucking fact. And, and like I said, we took the day off as well. But I got a little bit of a nasal cold out there, a uh, little bit of a head cold. And that's not because the head of my cock is cold. That's because Las Vegas has had a lot of windy fucking weather lately. Uh, I'm born and raised here. Allergy season is in full effect, but uh, I think everybody can work with me. I think I can get through it. How about you? Well, it was like a fucking sandstorm driving in here with that wind. That's my point. You know, yeah. like I said, on a day like this, you got to you gotta park the Rolls Royce and bring out the S600. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was almost as bad as the fog back east and up in the Bay Area. Yeah, like I said, uh, bad as uh, we've been breaking these motherfucking bookies off lately. Uh, you know, bank accounts keep stacking up. I want to get right back into college basketball. I like exactly what you were saying. I'm a little pumped up about it. Number one, Villanova takes on, you want to you talk about it a little bit? You were excited about your well, East Coast connection out there in Philly. Well, yesterday, the number one team, Villanova, in the country, an 83-67 win. They were laying nine and a half or ten, depending on where you were shopping. Uh, they routed the Temple Owls in a big South Philly rivalry back there in my neighborhood, Steve. Uh, Villanova just looks fabulous, man. I mean, they're a veteran team. Uh, they know how to win on the road. Uh, you, you remember what we talked about a couple podcasts ago? The effects of travel on a student athlete in college basketball, especially, okay? This time of year, you can really see it. The, 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 the top teams that are not winning on the road will not be there at the end, and you can write that the fuck down. Villanova, on the other hand, they're a veteran team. Uh, they're solid. They play a, a fucking mean defense, and they know how to win on the road. I think they're 11-2 or 12-2 on the road. And uh, they got it done last night in Temple. I wouldn't really consider that a road game, considering it was right down the street. Well, However, they were on Temple's court, so it was a road game. Well, there's a couple different things I want to I want to step in about that. Number one, rivalry games. You know, UNLV, UNR used to be a rivalry. Mm -hmm. uh, this game was a high point rivalry. These rivalries aren't even close. A lot of old school rivalries, like for the last 10, 15 years, they're not four or five point games. I mean, teams are getting blown the fuck out. Um, so, I mean, would you call that a rivalry or would you just say it's always been a rivalry? Uh, well, Villanova Temples, it's one of those big five South Philly schools, you know, and, and uh, yeah, they take it to heart back there. I mean, they're playing for keeps. So when you, when you, when you define rivalry, these are two teams, two schools that are going to show up willing to scrap each other, oh, fill the stands up yeah. and be like, no, nah, it's South side Philly, not motherfucker. It's North side Philly. Absolutely. So, yep. okay. So it's an inner, 
inner inner city rivalry. Inner city rivalry. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. Speaking of rivalries, we had the interstate rivalry last night. Arizona against Arizona State. Oh my God, was that Woo. a marquee matchup last night? Arizona, wow. Arizona State. We had the game. Uh, Want to give a shout out to the grinder out there. $100,000 winner. I'll be the first to admit the game started out a little slow in the beginning. Uh, everybody knows the total, you know, uh, wasn't looking good uh, in the first half. 148, 148 and a half. And ended up uh, landing on 160, so we got the job done. But at the half, um, it, 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 we're looking at 70 and change. You, you know. Arizona just went fucking absolutely berserk in the second half. They win the game by 38 fucking points. Yeah. Talk about it. Rivalry. Opened Talk up a can it. of whoop-ass. Fucking destroyed. This is a team right Bro. now that's focused. This is a team that's looking to get a little bit further than what they got last year. Mm -hmm. This is another rivalry. They're playing This well. was another team that was always an interstate rivalry. Interstate rivalry. But last night, it was an interstate fucking blowout. It season. was an interstate blowout motherfucking massacre. 99-61 exactly Arizona Wildcats prevail. And yes, uh, Steve had a lot of money on the over, and so did his whales. Well, we touted over probably $300,000 on that game last night. That's probably why you see that $100,000 ticket on the board today. Mm. <laughs> Unbelievable. But while we're speaking about college basketball, I got a little stat out there for everybody. I think you already know. Um, the record for the most number ones, in other words, changing the number one status throughout a college season. Right. Um, the record is seven. Correct. Seven different teams have been number one. I don't know if anybody knows or you know, but this year we have six. Yes, we did. And before we went on air, we discussed, is there any chance of them getting the seven? And after you and I looking over the schedule, I can honestly firmly say no. I don't think it'll happen. Well, no, because if, if, if for some reason Villanova uh, loses... Um, who well, are, you got Kansas and you got Oklahoma you right got, behind them, and they've both been number ones. Uh, so these are they can Villanova can be put out of number one, but it's not going to be a new team that hasn't been number one already. Well, like you said, Kansas has been number one. Yeah, it's Villanova and Kansas pretty much to the wire now. Uh, you know that leads me to this point, Steve. There are only five or six regular season games left in the college basketball season. The conference tournaments begin in about 16 or 17 days. We're talking 14 away from interstate conference championship tournament play where we make all the fucking money. I think people better start stacking their fucking chips. Mm -hmm. I think people better start putting money aside. You better start building your bankroll because this is when not only do we finger the bookie's ass, but we actually open up and get all the way in it. Oh, my Yeah, God. we actually open up and actually get in it like Ooh. when somebody's inseminating a cow, putting their fist up all oh. the way into their ass oh. and grabbing it and either fertilizing their pussy oh. or ripping something out of their ass. If I told you my grandfather once did that for a living, would you believe me? Oh, I believe you. Yeah, he went did you ever put the glove up and go in all the way to the ass? I, I haven't, but my grandpa has told me fucking stories about he actually did that for a living. Yeah. He went to Penn State, speaking of Penn State. Now, what, what he did for a living was he was checking them out or he was inseminating them with no, the sperm and making... Okay. he was inseminating them. Right, right. He went to Penn State and got some fucking kind of degree where you... Fuck, where... Degree in busting nuts or... or it, what, was, what? it wasn't a full college degree. You, he, he was sent to Penn State. This is back in the day. My grandfather was a farmer. He was also a coal miner. Uh, God rest his soul. Fucking great man. Old school. Smoking yeah. Paul Mall. Lived got, about, what, 45, he 50? Smoked, he smoked the big fat fucking cigars. He wore the fucking Kango hat. Okay. I mean, I mean, he was the real deal, man. Old school. He was at the racetrack every fucking day. I mean... The, the, Those it, were the days, brother. Listen, he's the one that got me into gambling, okay? Bottom line is, he was a great fucking guy. But at some point in his career, when he was a farmer... He, he was inseminating pussies yes. with... Yes, Unfucking believable. It's fun. Uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know where that conversation came from. I don't know where you're spreading bookies' assholes apart. You got into the cow story, and it gave me a flashback of my grandfather telling me how he used to do that. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah, it is. 
And uh, I mean, they, you see all these game shows and MTV, they make fucking people do it all the time because it's some crazy shit. Yeah, I, I've never done it myself. I'm born and raised in Las Vegas. You know, I was in North Las Vegas where we did actually have horses and cows, but I've never had the pleasure or opportunity to put my yeah. arm up in a cow's pussy or ass. I don't, uh, think, I don't think he's ever... Now, walked. let me ask you. Is it, it's, it's kind of like basketball. They, like, shake. They get in the ass. Do they finger roll the nut into the pussy? Or no, you I, just jam it in? Or do you actually have a little I think method where you're finger rolling the nut off, like, into the... I didn't ask any details. I thought it was fucked up. It was one of the bizarre stories he's told me. You're uh, like, goddamn, my grandpa used to fucking... Uh, yeah, my grandfather cow. used to fucking arm fuck cows. But oh, he, wow. He never told me. Hey, <laughs> it is what it is. I guarantee he feed the family. He ended up making oh. you all right. Oh, so oh, mom oh. and dad was all right. They made you all right. He, he took care of everybody. He was a great man. God rest your soul, Pop. Love Absolutely. It. I miss you too, Pops. My dad's been gone for almost two years now as well. And like I said, man, we come from nothing. But he and I want, and I want everybody out there to know that. I mean, I'm born yeah. and raised in North Las Vegas. I come from fucking nothing. Mom had nothing. Dad had nothing. You know, it's not a fucking secret that I come from nothing. But I always told myself, I'm going to leave out of here with something. Mm. I'm going to go do whatever it takes to get the job done. I'm a motivated I leave, person. I, I ain't leaving with shit. <laughs> I'm leaving it all on the fucking table. Yeah, I bet you are. You're going out with a bang. <laughs> oh, Shout going. out to Denny Ray. He yeah. went out with a bang as well. Uh, anyway, let's get back into college basketball because that's the really fucking only thing that's on my mind. Um, just to let everybody know, uh, we're 11-2 and two in our last 13 games. We've been kicking ass and taking aim in college basketball. That's 11-2. and two. Uh, You're looking at high 80, 90% uh, percentage. Uh, we don't even tell people that over the phone because if we did, they wouldn't believe you anyway. College basketball has been an absolute goldmine. Speaking of Penn State, they knocked off the Iowa Hawkeyes last night. Speaking of a team with road problems, uh, Iowa just can't seem to get it done on the road. They're barely over 500 on the road. They went into Happy Valley last night, and things were not too happy. My Penn State Nittany Lions uh, knocking off Iowa last night, 79-75 to as a nine-point underdog. Man, I would have liked to have a piece of that on the money line, plus 400 on the money line. Brings me to my next game, which was a marquee matchup, and I'm really concerned about this because you feel the same. I mean, I'm not concerned. I don't give a dog fuck, but they haven't been showing St. Joe's any type of love, any type of credit. Mm. You got fucking Dayton on the road. They acted like they were going to do some fucking damage, mm -hmm. and St. Joe's just once again beats the fuck out of them uh, easily, get, opens up a can of whoop-ass, but more importantly, I want to go over some stats, and I think you have it written down. I already know in my head. St. Joe's has covered something like 16... 18 and 7, I believe they are. 18 and 7 against the fucking spread. It's 18 and, and 7 or 19 and 7 right in that neighborhood. Okay, yeah. so when you're 19 and 7, Skip, you're almost at a 70% percentage there. You're on fucking fire. Listen, talk That's a team that if you're betting all year long, you're making money without any shadow of a fucking doubt. They're no. just like Carolina Panthers were in football. Uh, they've yeah. covered, they're, they're just covering their ass off. Absolutely. Playing a fucking well, summer. here's a team that can win on the road too, Steve. They're 11-1 on the road. Yeah, well, that was my next stat that I wanted to give to. 11-1 on the road. Guys, you better look out for these teams. See, we don't, guys like myself, I don't look for top teams, even though I did have Villanova last night because I knew that they were going to just fucking destroy them. However, we look for those marquee matchups. I don't look for games that the public plays. I deal with players, coaches, CEOs, but more importantly, mm -hmm. line differentials, Skip. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter who wins or loses. It matters who covers the fucking spread, okay? Absolutely. And if you can't tell that the sports line makers have been fucking up every game on St. Joe's, then you got to be the dumbest motherfucker in the world. It's, it's, well, it's, around here, we judge teams uh, not by necessarily their straight win-loss record. We've already admitted power rankings and college rankings and ESPN rankings can rank our nuts because they don't know shit. We, we judge teams by not how many games they've won or how many lost, 
how many games have they covered and how many games have they not covered? It's called ATS, yeah. against, or ATFS, against that, the fucking spread. And St. Joe's, uh, by the way, represents South Philly in the house again, St. Joe's. Well, you're philly uh, out today, huh? Yeah, 11-1 on the road. They're 18 or 19-7 and seven against the spread. They get Not only do they win, they get the money, and they win on the road. Last night was a big game for them. Showdown with the Dayton Flyers, a big AT, another A-10, Atlantic 10 squad. And uh, St. Joe's pulled in the first place for that win over Dayton last night. Steve, it was a big game. They, and you're right, they're getting no respect. I see in some polls St. Joe's are like 28th or 32 in the country. They're somewhere right around 30th in the country. Okay? The only people that have been on St. Joe's every game in the whole world, the only fucking clients or any sports better that's been on St. Joe's every game are guys that are in your client book and my client book because I've been playing them from day fucking one just like we had Carolina and you're not going to hear me on the podcast. I mean, I tell you that now because we're at the point of the year where it really doesn't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. We got a couple weeks left, the March Madness tournament, but what I want you to do, Skip, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we do the VIP sports podcast to tell you about sports, to tell you about entertainment, but don't get it fucking twisted. The only reason why we do this is to make you guys more money than you've ever made in your life and to support the legalization of gambling. We have the formula for success, which is money management and discipline. There's more money to be made in sports betting than any other investment in the whole wide world. Skip, give a little 30-second speech on what these people need to do. March Madness is two weeks away. I mean, these guys need to build a bankroll. They need to call our office. This is the most lucrative time in the world to make fucking money. Tell them why. Well, you want me to leave the secret out of the bag right now, or did you want to save that to the end? Put your nuts on the table. I don't give a fuck. Let's get college basketball out of the way, move into Manny Pacquiao talking about uh, fags being like animals and gays. Man. Yeah, the, only, the only other thing I wanted to mention in college basketball, hats off to Mike Krzyzewski, the coach of Duke. Oh, I, my God. Uh, Duke. Everybody and their mom had North Carolina. Go ahead, Skip. Everybody in the fucking sports books, everybody in Vegas. I didn't have them. Everybody was talking yesterday, oh, North Carolina, they finally get a chance to beat the shit out of Duke, their rival. Speaking of rivalries, they finally get a chance to put an ass whooping on Duke. The line just kept going up and up and up and do, on, on North Carolina. You talk Carolina. about a trap? That it, was a trap and a half, bro. Oh, my God. Don't get caught in these traps, people, because North Carolina, if you look at their uh, record against the spread... They are the worst team against the spread in the top 25. Out of any team in the top 25, I saw it. they are the worst against the spread. And last night, you got trapped with that if you bet the Tar Heels. Fucking shame on you. The line kept going up. Every amateur in the world was betting North Carolina last night, and Duke beat them outright. This is what blows my mind, because all the all these fucking people that bet sports online and offshore, they usually look at scoresandodds.com or a different website. You know, if these guys are trying to give the real line, why don't they help the sports better win by actually giving them the ATS against the spread? Why don't they put that, the odds, the line, the total, ATS? It would help people make a better educated decision considering they don't know shit anyway. You How many people that are just neutral and don't know shit that guess on their own. That's 90% of people that think they're the... Listen, 90% of people in their sports books are all professional handicappers. Everybody thinks they know what they're doing. Everybody's a millionaire. Everybody's talking about this game Mm -hmm. and that game. And uh, at the end of the day, they don't keep building casinos because these guys are winners. Never seen. They don't keep giving them free drinks because they're winners. They're giving them free drinks because they lost their last 10 fucking dollars. You understand that? They don't have the 75 cent hot dog cart right next to the the sports book for nothing. Yeah. 
Put your $500, keep $10 for a fucking hot dog. Yeah, right. They might even give you a free t-shirt because you've been wearing the same shirt for fucking 30 days. The reason why you go down to the South Point and there's a $1 fucking hot dog stand right next to the book <laughs> is because that's the only fucking thing they got left is one goddamn dollar. After they, after you get trapped with games like North Carolina, that's that's all you got left is a dollar for a hot dog. We've always said you can take your free beers and hot dogs and oh, shove them right up fuck. your motherfucking ass. We don't need nothing from Unbelievable. you. Unbelievable. Let's move on. Ladies and gentlemen, like more, I said. One more game. Lon Kruger, our boy Lon Kruger. The, speaking of teams. Ex-UNLV running Rebel coach. I'm very familiar with him. Ron Kruger over in Oklahoma. Speaking uh, I of hate team, Oklahoma. Go ahead. Speaking of teams that are fucking highly ranked teams that are, in my mind, uh, Oklahoma's a fucking fraud. I've been saying it all year. I'm not a fan of fucking Lon Kruger. Uh, once again, they can't win on the fucking road to save their ass. They went into Texas Tech last night, Steve, and got their ass beat. Shame, Pounded. Shame on you, Lon Kruger. They lost the game 65-63 to in a nail-biter. Nail I'm not going to lie. It was a close game, dude. It wasn't no blowout fucking game. I mean, they kept it tight the whole time, but you're supposed to win that game. Bottom line is they lost, and Oklahoma is fucking terrible against the spread. If you're betting Oklahoma all year, you're losing fucking money. Well, unless, that's a fact. Unless you're betting them at home where I think they only have one loss. Who the fuck's betting that? I mean, the guys that live in Oklahoma? I mean, like I said, guys... You have to know exactly what you're doing in sports betting. You can't bet with your heart. Uh, if you bet with your heart in this shit, you're going to be broke and brokenhearted at the same fucking time. Uh, but anyway, college basketball is in full effect. Mm -hmm. There's more money to be made right now than any other time of the year. It's bank, it's bankroll building time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is. Call VIP Sports. Spend a couple dollars. Get a week of service. Build your bankroll so we can go into the tournament, work commission, and make more money than you've ever made in your life. Don't forget, we don't get paid unless you do. That pretty much cuts all the bullshit out of it right off the bat. We don't make money unless you do. Plain and simple. VIPSportsLasVegas.com. This would be a perfect time to come out with the big secret that I was holding back. Go ahead. Let's get it out because then I'm moving gonna, to Manny Pacquiao being a dumb fuck. I'm going to pull a Steve Stevens. Look at me, people. Just look at me. Look at me. This Saturday, two days from now, Steve is releasing his college basketball game of the year. The single largest wager that we will make on a college basketball game during the regular season this Saturday. Now, tomorrow, the NBA returns from the All-Star break. There's three games tonight on TNT, and then tomorrow, the whole NBA league plays. He's got his NBA game of the week tomorrow, leading into that college basketball game of the year on Saturday. If you don't call us right now at 877-220-6540, you absolutely hate money. And if you hate money, you hate us. Plain and fucking simple. I know there's guys out there that listen to us just to get a good laugh. I mean, we're entertaining people. That's why I'm the only guy in the sports uh, consulting or sports betting history to ever have a TV show on primetime television. I'm the only one. Uh, no one else will ever have a show about it, period. That's because we're entertaining, we keep it real, and we're born and raised in Las Vegas. But moving on. Manny Pacquiao. As everybody knows, Pacquiao's running for the Senate in his country out there in the Philippines. He gets quote as comparing gays and lesbians and transgender people to animals. I saw that. I mean, come on, Pacquiao. You're running for Senate. You got to learn how to watch your fucking mouth a little bit. You know what I mean? Watch your P's and Q's. And, you I, got, and, yeah. I, mean, and I mean queers when I say Q's. Oh, that's a fucking fact. Listen, the watch, first thing... Watch, we, uh, watch your P's and Q's, Manny. First thing when I got brought to William Morris Agency, uh, mm. my, the, the first thing that they said, there's three things you don't say. You don't say the N-word, mm. you don't say Jew, mm. and you don't say the word fag. Mm. Ever or you'll never make it in Hollywood. And, you know, those are three words that I don't use anyway. Mm. I mean, growing up as a kid, I used fag a lot, but once I got older and realized that it was offensive, I didn't use it. You use gay or wh wh whatever the case is. But let me tell you exactly what this fucking dude said. Transgender. In, in an interview, yeah, yeah, transgender. In an interview with uh, TV5 Group uh, for its uh, Filipino election coverage, Pacquiao said that 
Common sense would tell you that there are no animals who engage in same sex. Why would the fucking uh, a human being do it? Basically, he's saying there's no animals that engage in sex with the same gender. And to be honest with you, um, they actually have it proven that many different animal species have engaged in homosexual uh, behavior. Have you not ever been to one of your buddy's house and had a dog trying to fuck the shit out of your leg? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's a male dog fucking your leg. So, I mean, I mean, who gives a fuck if... Uh, but, I mean, it is true. There's gay dogs out there, too. I had to hesitate to answer that, man. I, I didn't you know had to think about it because you didn't I, I know... I didn't know if I was being set up there. No. Or Have I ever had a dog hump my leg? Yeah. That would be yes. Okay, great. And I know a couple dogs that were fucking my leg were male. Yeah, but I'm, so not, another, being, I'm not another dog, though. But what I'm saying is whether you're a human being or whether you're a dog or an animal, you're looking to get a nut off just like anybody else. Oh, fuck. And if there's no... I mean... I'm always looking to get a nut off. Right, and if and if if the least if the mama squirrel's nowhere around, I mean, cousin Brandon might get fucked in his ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, these motherfuckers are looking. But here's the bottom line. Let me not get this into a whole deal. Manny Pacquiao was stated saying, real fucking simple. Common sense would tell you that there are no animals who engage in sex with the same gender. Uh, by analogy, then if people engage in same sex relations, they are no worse than animals. Pacquiao added. Mm. So he's saying animals don't even have sex with their own gender. If humans do it, they're worse than animals. That's pretty much what he's saying. Uh, and like I said, it's been proven that many different animals and species do engage in homosexual activity. I'm sure you guys out there had a dog or a rabbit or something fucking your leg before. So who knows? <laughs> to each his own. You know what I mean? If a guy, it is what it is. But uh, Nike has now cut him since then. Really? I mean, this guy's had contracts from Hennessy. He's had contracts from Nike. He got the biggest payday in his life from Floyd Mayweather Jr. And all he does is take all his money back to the Philippines. I say, fuck you, Manny Pacquiao. I say, fuck Nike forever fucking paying him to start with. And fuck anybody else that gives him an endorsement so we can take our American money back to the Philippines. He don't give a fuck about the United States. He don't give a fuck about who our president is. He gives a fuck about running in his own country, the Philippines, which doesn't have a fucking thing to do with us. Mm -hmm. So unless you live in the Philippines and you're Filipino, Manny Pacquiao shouldn't be any type of motherfucker worth giving a fuck about besides when he boxes. And last time I checked, he got his ass whooped by Money May. Fair enough? Fair enough. All right. Later on, Pacquiao apologizes for his statement. What is he supposed to do? Say, I meant it? What the fuck do I do? Why would you apologize after you said it and the sponsors already dropped you? Sleep in your bed and shit it and say, yeah. I don't like gay people. I don't like fucking... Yeah. Uh, I don't like gays. They're like animals. Animals don't fuck each other. You yeah. guys shouldn't. And I don't agree with it. Just keep it real. You already lost the money. You already lost the endorsement. I yeah. mean, they're not going to sign you back just because you said you're sorry. Absolutely. Speaking of losing, comes out front page of the paper, Ronda Rousey thought about killing herself after the loss to Holly Holm. I heard that too. And to be honest with you, Skip, when you're a high-powered person like that and you lose, mm -hmm. um, you're going to have suicidal thoughts. I mean, that's what needs to be brought out in the open a little bit more. doesn't mean that people act on them. But, I mean, you're going to have thoughts of suicide, of killing yourself. Like, I've lost, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a prime example, and I want you guys to take this shit serious. On Valentine's night, me and Kelly got drunk. We went out to Piero's, had a nice, nice deal, ate everything you possibly could, five-star meal, beautiful. After we got a little buzz, we pulled into the Red Rock, brought 10000 with me playing $100 video poker. So it's $5 every time you touch, the, I mean, it's 500 every time you touch the button. Five, ten. 15, 20. I've seen you do it before. I lost $175,000. Mm. Here I am supposed to be the most composed. I'm not supposed to. I am the most composed and fierce sports better in the world. But even a guy like myself has his tendencies. 
Even a guy like myself isn't perfect. Even though I know how to money manage and discipline sports betting, I haven't got gambling all the way under wraps because what the fuck is a guy like me playing video poker for when you know you can't win? Mm-hmm. I'm just out there drunk having a good time. But my point was... Well, if, you took it from entertainment to fucking 175000 Yeah, now I'm at home at 6 in the morning. My mom's mad because she has my kids. So not, mm. am I, not only am I sick that mom's there, mm. I'm realizing that I lost the money. Um, uh, shit's going on uh, at home. And, you know, I'm thinking about, I mean, it crossed my mind like, dude, I should just fucking kill myself. I feel like a piece of shit. I spent all this money. I'm a loser. So you constantly have the, the thoughts of a loser, this, that, and the other. I shouldn't did this to my kids. I should have put the money in my kids' trust fund. And I'm just constantly beating myself up of what a piece of shit I am in the whole nine yards. And I should kill myself. But then I instantly think about my son, instantly think about my family, and I would never even think about hurting myself. But suicidal thoughts are real. I think they're in everybody's head. I think it's just different on who acts on him and who doesn't. But Rounder Rousey was in a business to where she was it. I mean, she was the top thing. And this is what I want people to understand. A lot of celebrities that are on top of their game, guys, people need to realize what goes up eventually comes down. I mean, every now and then you get a guy like a Tom Cruise or uh, an actor or, or, or a superstar celebrity like a, a Bob Hope was or a Dick Clark that or a Ryan Seacrest who can just be up their whole career and never come down. But most people come up and come down. When we realized that we weren't doing season two of Money Talks on CNBC, uh, wasn't that a little hurtful? Did you have some weird things going through your head? No, it sucked, yeah. We're the number one fucking company in the world. We're making more money than ever. Your income went from making 10, 15,000 a week to literally 40, 50,000 dollars a week because of how popular. I mean, you still have your fame, you still have your popularity, but at the end of the day, Skip, the difference between us is we did TV to make fucking money, not to be stars. Mm-hmm. So knowing that that TV show wasn't coming out to, even though we're making a bunch of money and we did our thing, I mean, it, a lot of people get a little sick and a little bit of sadness. So she lost, but the only thing that I could say is I'm glad she came out because real winners, you show me a good loser and I'll show you a real loser. You show me a good loser and I'll show you a guy that's a loser in real life. I've never ran a race to lose, and I never will, and I never will be okay with losing because I want to fucking win. Speaking of a guy that may be suicidal, what about Kanye West? I hear he's $53 million in debt. Um, actually, I know Kanye West personally, and let me make it clear to what he's trying to say. Kanye worth, Kanye's net worth is still $100 plus million. What he did was he opened up a company <laughs> as if you and I opened up ABC Company, mm-hmm. okay? He put $58 million of his own money into the company. The company is a failing company because he's not getting his money back. However, he's still worth 80, 90, 100 million dollars. You understand that? But the company that he opened up, that he put his own money to, he is in debt. He is in bankrupt with. Doesn't mean he's broke as a person. It's the whole reason why Donald Trump has claimed bankruptcy five, six different times when he's a billionaire. I was just going to say, so you're saying he's pulling a Donald, Tr- Donald Trump, but... 50 Cent just did it too. 50 Cent's still worth 100 plus million dollars, but... Uh, one of his companies bankrupted. That's a company that you put money into that doesn't profit. Shit happens every day. It's business. For those of you that ain't in the business world, that's everyday fucking business. I mean, I'm blessed enough to where I got four or five different businesses and I've never had to claim bankruptcy. I did have to claim bankruptcy, Skip, on my personal uh, bankruptcy due to the problems I had uh, when I was a 19-year-old kid and went to prison, left all the credit cards on the table, fucked over a house, different shit like that. But I came back strong, and anybody can come back strong. And coming back to Ronda Rousey, sweetheart, get your shit together. She says the only thing that made it through uh, was her boyfriend, Travis Brown, you know, another UFC heavyweight fighter, told her to get up, don't worry about it, somebody that stayed positive. You definitely need positive people around you at all times, 
especially when you're in this situation. But nothing good lasts forever. Um, you have to look at the positive things, Rhonda. You got into movies because of this. You've made millions of dollars because of this. And if you don't stay undefeated, which you're not, who cares? Like you said, in your mind, you're undefeated for life. And that's what I feel. I'm undefeated for life. I might lose a game here or two, but I win a hell of a lot more than I lose. And I'm a winner in life in general. And that's what I want everybody to get out of that message. You guys are winners. You can accomplish anything you want in this world. You got to put your mind to it. And even sometimes you get down and sometimes kick you. People kick you when you're down. Fuck that. Get back up. Dust yourself off. Don't take no for an answer and go get the fucking job done. Give it 110%. You'll get out of life whatever you want. That we could take to the bank. I see here on my list we're supposed to talk about Super Bowl favorites for next year. I don't give a fuck who's favorite for next year. Do you? Nope. Okay. Do you agree that... Uh, There's only one thing I care about. It's the fucking NBA game of the week tomorrow. The single largest wager that we're making in the NBA all week goes tomorrow afternoon, Friday afternoon, and then Saturday. Saturday afternoon, the single largest wager that we will be making on a regular season college basketball game. It's Steve Stevens' college basketball Game of the year goes Saturday afternoon, 877-220-6540. That's the only fucking thing I care about right now. You know what? And because you care so much, I don't give a fuck if I get in trouble by the casinos. I don't give a fuck about nothing. I'll post that $150,000. Oh, boy. I'll go ahead and put it on Instagram for you little stalkers out there that want to take our pictures and put them on your website. Once again, I'll go ahead and post one of my tickets so you guys can see before the game starts, $150,000 on the game. Moving on to NBA news. All-Star break. Uh, you think the All-Star game went over, Skip? The, oh. to the total on the game was 316. You think yeah. it went over? Yeah, it went Fucking over. game almost landed on 400. Jesus Christ. 369 fucking points. Unfucking believable But like I said, All-Star break is a good time for us to get out of town. You went to the Super Bowl, had a blast. Um, I never went to Hawaii. I stayed right here in town, had a fucking blast, went out to eat, hung with my family. Uh, I, I postponed that trip till April. Uh, speaking of NBA news, uh, we got some good teams coming out second half of NBA All-Star break. This is actually the time of the year, Skip. You know what's going on. A lot of injuries in the beginning of the year. A lot of players are starting to come back. A lot of things you can see very, very clear. Mm -hmm. But I do want to make something very, very clear right now. There's more money to be made in college basketball than there is in NBA. There's going to be more money to be made in the next fucking uh, 48 hours than there is, is in the last two months. I'm going to give you a better statistic. There, for all you guys out there, you football lovers that think they're... Listen, more people bet football, grandma, grandpa, the valet parkers... Uh, people that are at work that want to have action on their ticket because they don't want to work. <laughs> there will be more money. I will make more money in the end of February, March and April, those three months, than I do in September, October, November in football. And these are probably hard to believe for these people, huh, Skip? Listen, college basketball is extremely profitable. Everyday money, and you can fucking see winners like you have a crystal fucking ball. Plain and fucking simple. But in NBA news, uh, Kobe Bryant played his last All-Star game. Um, he's waving like he's a star. It's fucking embarrassing, dude. He's the worst player on the fucking court. Dude had a hook shot fucking brick in the All-Star game, dude. Michael Michael Jordan gave him uh, a pair of Jordans, right? Uh, no, no. As a gift, Michael Jordan gave him the whole collection. The whole collection. Yeah, you know, he gave him all 30 uh, of the Michael Jordan sneakers in all white. Yeah, dude, that collection's worth a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, that, that's a good gift. That's a great fucking gift. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah, from the king of fucking basketball, yeah. gives you his collection. I mean, what a boss is Michael Jordan. That's, hey, listen, your career's good. over. Now I'm going to give you my shoe collection because <laughs> <laughs> I'm the best in the motherfucking world. Yeah. But you did good. I'm going to pat you on the ass and give you my collection. You earned it. Yeah. 
I'm the Michael Jordan of the business. You guys come do business with me. You let me make you some fucking money. I'll pat you on the ass and give you our absolute blowout winner t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. You want to fucking make money? You want to retire a millionaire? Come call me. Let me retire you. I'll send you the fucking absolute blowout winner shirt. Send you on your way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. But yeah, great gift to get when you retire. Doesn't get any better than that. You understand that? Yeah. At the end of the day, Skip, I want you to spit some yeah. shit from your heart. I sound like Rayman there. Yeah. Yeah, I count the cards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we won again. Yeah. Steve's yeah. 17 and 3. Yeah. Yeah. 75 and 4. Yeah. yeah. He's the best in the world. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're full of energy. We're full of everything except shit. The only fucking shit we drop is in the toilet and we flush it just like we do with the fucking bookies. You want to rip your bookies head off. You want to make a second income. Now's the time. Skip. Give your little 30 seconds on why these people need to call. I'll end the show and we'll get the fuck up out of here. Listen, I know you've been listening to the podcast now for over a year. I know you watch nine episodes of Money Talks. Uh, I, I, I know that you're fans of ours. It's a, a beautiful thing that we can entertain you. And, and we appreciate the fact that you're fans and you tune in. And we love entertaining the fuck out of you. Hopefully we educate you about sports betting a little bit along the way. However, all we want to do is make you money. And I got to tell you, if you've never called this office before, if you've never been a client, you got to pick up the phone and call 877-220-6540. You got to get a hold of us immediately because tomorrow afternoon, Friday afternoon, we got our NBA game of the week. It's the largest bet we're making in the NBA all week. And then Saturday, Steve releases his college basketball game of the year the single largest wager we're making on a college basketball game during the regular season goes this weekend. Damn it, call me, 877-220-6540. Say, I heard those guys on the podcast. I want the NBA game of the week. I want the college basketball game of the year. I finally am ready to make some money, and you will build your bankroll for March Madness, which is about 17 days away. The conference tournaments are starting. I can't fucking take it anymore. I'm not doing this for the hell of it. I'm doing it to make you money, so give me a call. Stop making me beg like a fucking whore on Boulder Highway. Call me, and I will bury your fucking bookie, period. I like your fucking attitude, and, and, and he said it as best as you possibly could say, but the only thing that I want to tell you guys is don't get fooled by all these guys' fake websites. Don't be fooled from all these free picks. Cheap things aren't good. Good things aren't cheap. Plain and motherfucking simple. Would you rather, listen, we do a quarter million dollars a week in business. We write 150 news every single week. 150 brand new clients every single week. We're licensed and bonded in the state of Nevada. Would you rather deal with a guy that is the number one documented individual in the world on the Business Financial Network? Or would you rather deal with a guy who tells you how good he is, pitching out of his underwear in a one-bedroom apartment? All I can say is, don't get fooled this season. If you wanna make money, go to VIP Sports Las Vegas, number one documented individual in the world. Don't let the players be the only ones to get paid. Plain and motherfucking simple. We love you. We want to make you money, but like I said, we fuck around a lot, we make you laugh, but the money that we make is no fucking joke. My company does between 15 and 20 million dollars a year. To all you guys at home in your underwear that don't understand or can't fathom that, yeah, we do a quarter million a week in business. During March Madness, we do about 350. We don't get paid unless you do. Bottom fucking line. I don't want one dollar that I don't either A, earn, or B, deserve. There comes a time where you deserve to get paid, and that time is now. VIP Sports Las Vegas, Steve Stevens, a skipper, we're out. See you, wouldn't want to be you. We love you. <laughs>
If money talks, then we If money talks, then I got a lot to say. I'm on the grind trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a day. We play with big cash and we blowing money fast. Riding in a plush Benz trunk full of money bags. I need a G for every light bulb on the Vegas strip. Naked bitches in my mansion dancing to some player shit. Made a grip on the grind, but I started out with nothing. Dealt me a bad hand, but I still won bluffing. I'm Steve Stevens. I'm